This week on the Push Wallows podcast, we talk about puddings, fizzy drinks, and burgers, also fitting your exercises around your head. Three, two, one. Sign up for my level one Zoom coaching course, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom. Oh, what's going on, bro? You're now Zoom trainer, Tom. You're Zoom Whoa, PT. Oh, I, just, I just dropped my uh, phone. Don't you hear that? But yeah, I'm, oh. a, I'm a Zoom PT. After My tune has changed after last... Well, I never said I'd never do it, but well, I, I felt like it was a bit weird. But yeah, during these times, you've got to adapt and yeah. uh, do it for like one or two clients. And that's about it. It was so I did I did it last week, didn't I? And it's not as weird as I thought it was going to be. It is not as weird. And even the clients have said it's not as weird as they thought it was going to be. They thought like they kind of hung back on it, thinking this is going to be a bit odd. But yeah, strange. Lots of weird like certain scenarios and stuff you have to do. Um, but yeah, it wasn't too bad. It must be weird because I bet you want to like move. I bet you're watching it and then you want to move oh. to the right or left. Like, yeah, <laughs> to try to like... the corner and you're like, oh, I can't. <laughs> it was like, I re- yeah, can I? You like, I want you to line it up here, and they'll be just constantly just moving the phone or something like that, or moving the laptop slightly um, as well. You realise that you don't, especially with like, I, f- I feel like it would be really hard to pick up new clients and coach them using this method right now but with ones that you've already seen move a lot yeah it's it was pretty easy because it's very chatty it's fine whistles by anyway as long as you've got your plan there's no there's no reason not to have a plan if you're on your computer <laughs> right yeah, there it's like you literally on one side of the screen is a plan and on the other side of the screen is the person or on the phone is there um yeah so i did it like multi multi tab so i had like two it's like on my phone and on my computer crazy crazy times mate um but yeah what's going on how's uh last week of corona been for you been all right yeah Oop. oh dog hang on a second <laughs> such a pain. um yeah no corona's been all right except for the dog starting to piss us off um is number one um yeah everyone's kind of feels like we get on top of each other a little bit you know like obviously as everyone else is like i get that but it's um yeah, it's just starting to come to a head, really, isn't it? And it's sort of... I think we need to be told pretty soon when we're allowed to ha- go out a bit more or whatever, because it's a bit... Uh, I just think, yeah, like, we're all getting a bit a bit short with each other, it's but also... We're out there, though. Like, huh? who... I was talking... So, this this podcast will be released before the one I recorded yesterday. So, there's one coming out at the end of the week will be uh, with all the education coordinators at First Base, but they were talking, oh, dogs on, dogs on the bed, mate. Running riot. <laughs> he loves it, doesn't he? Just coming out. <laughs> he, he actually jumped up. Yeah, he can probably jump, up. mate. He's pretty strong now. He's big. Yeah, he uh, jumps from bed. Crazy, because I, I took the piss out of Laura because I was like, "How is how has he got up there?" <laughs> and he was like, "He jumped." I was like, "Fuck off." He's tiny. I've met him. I was like, "He can't jump that." High. <laughs> yeah, he's got bigger now, but he's just getting really like noise, like just really loud. He barks at any noise in the house, anything. And also the description of Dan's dog. And was um, oh hats off to Laura again. I'm pretty sure it was an oxymoron. Was a large miniature dachshund. 
a, a regular sized dachshund, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so just, just a normal dachshund. It was a large miniature. I was like, what, Laura? Yeah, he's a large miniature. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just work that one out. <laughs> yeah, or a small normal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think like, I feel like I'm in a bit more of a routine with it now. Like I know what days I've got certain work on and I know what days I have to like look after Isabel a bit more. I know what days, all that sort of stuff. But it's getting to the point now where um, well, I think we've both spoken about, haven't we, about, you know, just motivation for fitness stuff is a little bit lower. Like, I just feel like I want to get back in the gym. Like I'm actually, I'm actually missing the gym and I'm motivated to get back in. Like I really want to get back in and stuff. And I just feel a bit, um, we have a long enough off now. Um, <laughs> I want to kind of get back in there, but um yeah, I don't know. I just you, I, it's not about routine because I've got a routine now. It's just like it's just the weather's turned a bit shit now on it as well. So if we we I feel like we've lost a room. Do you know what I mean with the garden? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting, isn't it? But talking to the boys yesterday, they were like, um, there's still people out. Like Henry was saying, yeah, outside right now. There's a five side football match going on. And he's like, I was like, what? Are you kidding? And then where Lloyd was, like a load of lads playing cricket. Like bring some stumps out playing cricket. I was like, <laughs> I, think, I think I think we live in a bit of um, I think we do live in a bit of an echo chamber in terms of what we see on social media, and, and I've talked about it before. I think on here about people shouting about stuff on their social media, and I'm like, yeah, but your followers are going to do that anyway because they follow yeah, you. Yeah. It's, it's like it's <laughs> a point, and I think when you realise what the world is like out there and what people are doing, like people, I saw the other day again, like. People are travelling to like the Yorkshire Dales for walks, and the police yeah. caught someone from Kent. They'd driven from Kent, Kent to go to the Yorkshire Dales, and you just forget that there's people out there. Who, uh, I saw another video of a guy. It was on one of the Facebook groups I'm in. It's like an office, um, like appreciation group basically. But um, they posted a video of a guy who downed a litre bottle of vodka. He got nominated in this pint, like drinking your pint as quick as you can, lad, lad, lad. And he decided that that wasn't hard enough. He wanted to do a litre of vodka. Fair play to me, did it as well, which was ridiculous. But obviously, the person shared his video into the group, and then obviously, people go on his profile, and you can see pictures of him there later on. And he's like, "Oh, I'm still standing. He's still like alive, basically." But then he's with three of his mates just in their garden having beers and stuff, and you just sat there like, yeah. "You're a prick, mate." Like not only because of that, but you're just a prick. Like, and it's, I just don't get it. Like, and and we've had it here. Like the neighbours upstairs have like gone down. And they've had people over, and they just go and stand in the driveway, chat to them for a bit, and go. And it's like. I don't, again it's not the end of the world but when you sit down outside in the on the grass bit and you get your blanket and have a picnic and yeah you might be two meters away but it's a bit like uh, that i'm not as bothered about but it's kind of like it's still a bit like why don't you just not like why don't you just not like it's just far easier i just don't i don't know maybe i'm just being grumpy about it but like you said i think there's an element of it where there's to us and our friends and our people that we know or follow or who follow us will just know that you just do the right thing. But <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people out there who aren't. Like, there's a lot of people. All the government has literally said is what we have to do is just stay home. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and I've even I said to Laura the other day, I noticed I take Frankie out for a walk every morning, same time, usually at half eight every morning for the last two weeks. And each day you can see it's getting busier. There's more yeah. cars, more people, more stuff going on um like i think mcdonald's now greg's i think a few of them have talked about slowly starting to reopen so like how they're going to do that as well i think this is weird as well because they're going to slowly start to reopen and people have got to travel to them as well and then costa were going on online as well they were like oh yeah we're going to open our drive throughs and then a load of people were like finally i can drive to a costa and i was like no that's not the point they're only meant to be opening for nhs workers that's it 
Yeah, I, I feel that maybe it's... It, I think there's also been an element of this that maybe the government have given the industries a bit more of an idea of when they're allowed to do stuff because obviously it's all come about this week so maybe they've sort of said look you know the next few weeks plan to reopen and obviously they need to have a plan they need to test these things see what's going to work but I think it is we are starting to see the end of the actual complete like stay at home and now it might be look you can go to work if your workplace can provide a safe two meter distance blah 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 whatever all that sort of stuff so maybe it will start slowly going back but again it's i'm not going to go anywhere in a hurry i'm staying put pretty much and and like you said if your gym's not open it's doubtful you're going to go to costa for a drive through coffee just for the sake of it it's probably going to be if you're on your way to work or something so it'd be interesting to see what happens and what changes but it's um I just I just think we're in it for such a long period of time. I think people are very naive to think that this year that things are going to be somewhat back to normal. Like there'll be no festivals this oh, year, oh, football yeah. events. The, you're not going to go to any stadiums for football. Like you're not like it's just not going to happen. They've said until there's a vaccine, you're like these things are going to be in place until we can guarantee everyone's safety. And you're looking at it and going, well, it's going to be a while. Like I just don't. Isn't the, the French football league got cancelled? Didn't it? I don't know to be honest. It's not today. So much today yeah. it got cancelled, I think. So there's going to be like no the whole Premier more. League are going. Oh yeah, we can finish the season. It's like, why don't you just cancel it and just start again next season? Like, I don't get it. Just be like, all right, we played up until now. That's the final table because you've all played the same amount of games, pretty much. Or if you haven't, just give them the average of what they've just had. Cool, mm-hmm. that works for me. Oh no, we got a run in of home games. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah, it's either that or people are going to die. Okay, cool. Ah, oh, just there's, there's, it's. It's just a hard, it's just a hard one to know what's going to happen. But the quicker that they can get sport back on the TV, so that people at home can watch it, the better. Like I think that's obviously the next route, isn't it? They're going to get look, yeah, they're going to yeah, teams, like, you know, pay for your, pay for your stuff to get, pay for your players to get tested, and then make sure they don't ever do anything other than go home, see their family, and come to play. Make sure you're constantly testing them. You know, you have to buy all the kits, or whatever. But that could be a way that they can enable some sort of normality for people. But I saw the other day a petition going around to open the gyms up, and I was just like, these fucking people, man. Like, I get it. We all miss the gym. We all want to go, but try and get a petition. Like, it'll open when it's safe. Like, just it's a weird one, isn't it? Because obviously, like, it, it was on the first thing of Georgia, one of them to open, and I'm sitting there going, like, we, even though I understand for the health and the physical and the mental well-being of people like they need kind of need it but i'm just like i'm sitting there going but it's still a place where people kind of cough and splutter all over people use the same equipment they have to touch other stuff and like sweat everywhere it's probably one of the places where it's going to be easiest to catch something i would have thought yeah i just i mean the other the other side of it is the other side of it is well we're all going to get it we might as well just get it (laughs) like and it's like well yeah i don't know i just any thing with one or two percent chance of death sorry i don't fancy that (laughs) (laughs) no it's still too high if i'm really honest uh it's a bit odd if like yeah so if you drive down this road tom a hundred times you will die all right wonderful okay cool i'm not gonna do that (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, i just think it's it's getting to that point now where people are starting to to feel a bit desperate and, so, and i think they've also maybe forgotten the fear factor or they've forgotten maybe things like i don't know but there's people trying to get out and about and stuff but who knows mate i think even like i saw that i think germany had like they're one of the lowest death rates 
And they oh, started yeah, easing the lockdown, and then they because because some of the some of the UK scientists are, are getting pissy with Germany because they're not reporting the same. So there isn't a standardised way of reporting coronavirus deaths. Oh, right. um, so they think they think some of them are misleading. So number ten have taken China off the board completely. They're not even using them as relative data, and uh, and Germany they don't believe that they're report. So if somebody dies from pneumonia they will report it as they died from pneumonia, even though they may have had COVID symptoms. Uh, it's that okay, kind of yeah. wishy-washy. Whereas it looks like what we're doing in France and Italy is like, actually, they had pneumonia probably because they had COVID. Um, let's put that down as probably a COVID thing. Um, yeah, which is interesting. But it's done a bump up anyway because all of the all the residence homes and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, that's all. But even Germany, I think, I mean, even with their lower numbers, that they'd... Um they've eased elements of the lockdown or whatever and then they've just seen a second spike in it again so it's just like yeah, it's yeah. just it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. New, Zealand, New Zealand done it right they they locked everybody up before it got there basically didn't they did they actually smashed it yeah absolutely smashed it like well they're literally like hunting the last few cases down apparently um, but they're still all very dogmatic. They done it right before it even kind of got to the country the prime like the president or prime minister locked the country up for three weeks we're just like, nope, ain't getting in. <laughs> yeah. Like, well done. Good foresight, that. Like, yeah. good girl. So, smart lady. All yeah, right, we should we let, talk we some... Just, we just started Cheltenham, didn't we? We just let that carry on. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Cheltenham just... happens. Then, then we it. flew over a load of people for the Liverpool game. And yeah. Did that. It'd be fine. Even though during that week, the other games were being clo- played behind closed doors in France and elsewhere. And Italy matches were being postponed. All right, yeah, yeah, we'll just do it. It's fine. <laughs> Three days later, Man City Arsenal. Oh, what? Arteta's got it, has he? Oh, great idea. Good. All right. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, mate, um, burgers, yeah? Oh, mate, don't get me started on this, right? Do I right, have to get the free, free, again? Three big topics are here about food. And obviously, I think one, you agree with me. One, you're on the fence. And one, you just disagree totally. So as... Uh, <laughs> As with it, we will cover fitness at some point in this show. Only about no, like, no, fitness is fitness stuff. is boring as coronavirus right now. So let's talk about <laughs> <it> now. <laughs> but yeah, um, so should we start on what we agree with? And this is just more of a dig at uh, my significant other, to be honest. Um, so she she showed you, and I've obviously had about 20, 25 minutes of this. Was a um, the difference between chocolate mousse and chocolate pudding? Just to put that out there, okay? So a chocolate mousse, what would you describe that as? Like an airy, fluffy dessert in a yogurt pot type shape in yogurt, thing. In yogurt pot would be the fundamental thing, I think. Yeah, it's definitely normally a yogurt pot. And chocolate pudding, so that's chocolate pudding to her. And uh, what is the uh, the chocolate pudding to you, mate? The chocolate pudding comes in like a plastic container that you heat in the microwave or something and then you flip it over and then you take it off and then it's got like chocolate sauce and like a cakey style thing exactly it's like a like a steamed kind of cakey yeah. thing it's hot thanks all right so I thought, i'm hoping everybody agrees with us um, and i think it's the only way and frankie doesn't agree with you <laughs> i'm gonna lock him out he's left the room because of that gonna lock him um, out but we looked it we looked it up and it's a direct thing from like asia and america say pudding for the little pots of stuff like cold puddings and then um yeah apparently it's like us australia and stuff that say warm chocolate pudding 
So well, we're correct, isn't it? So hundred percent. All right, mate. Um, moving on. This was a big thing. Big thing. Quite a lot of people got some opinions on my fizzy drink uh, scenario. Yes. When you had a go at me, but then had to double take. Well, no, I had I had a go at you, and then as I was sipping on a drink at a certain time of day, I kind of had to think to myself, "Hmm, does this count?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> it doesn't count because it wasn't actually breakfast." But you can't have fizzy drinks at breakfast, Tom. Other than Bucks Fizz on Christmas Day, that's like it, and that's what like the traditional thing a lot of families do. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so Bucks Fizz is is it champagne and orange, right? I think it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just just in case, it's quite an old old fashioned drink, mate. Just showing your age. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just always remember, like my grandma used to always be like, "Yeah, I've got to have a box first," and I'd be like, "Oh, But yeah, back then it had such cheap champagne, it was just like it had to be masked by the orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, my statement was, I will quite happily. I won't drink. So. I, I will quite happily drink a fizzy drink with or around breakfast, and Ooh. I won't have Coke. That's that's the no-no. It's got to be something on the fruity side of thing. I will 100% have coffee. I understand this because there were so looking through the comments, I I never said I never would have. Uh, obviously, like I love coffee or a tea. I've actually had a couple of teas lately. Just I don't know. Just cause not in the morning. Coffee still withstands. Um, but I've got like the comments, responses that like, anything that's not coffee makes no sense in the morning. I still have coffee because coffee. I still have coffee. Um, what was that? Ten, uh, mid afternoon, pick me up. Morning reserve for coffee. All right, I get the point. Coffee is the preference of that kind of day. Yeah, those are some of the comments. But still have coffee. But if you have something fruity. And my my statement was, if you have a Fanta orange with an orange juice, and you'd go half and half, you mix that. It has a little tingle to the orange juice. It is great. But uh, I would quite happily have a Fanta. It's fine. No, but I just can't. I just can't handle it, mate. I just can't handle it. It's just not a thing at all. So the reason that I kind of questioned this though was the other day was it was like half ten and I had a monster and I was drinking it and I was like, ooh. It's like, but I'd already had breakfast three hours earlier, had two coffees, you know, it's all good. Like, it's fine. So you, you fit into my mum's category is not with breakfast, that's coffee time, but about 10 or 11 a.m. That's exactly yeah, but what even then want. I wouldn't have, but even then I, it would only be a monster though. It wouldn't be like a, a Coke or a Fanta. It would be, it would be a monster, which is weird. Really? Yeah. That's really odd. I think that's just a habit thing now, though. Well, like caffeine here or, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a habit thing. It's just that at that point, I've maybe had a couple of coffees and I'm like, mm, probably shouldn't have yeah, yeah. No, another I, coffee. Yeah, but then uh, I have caffeine. Uh, I'm I've like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I've had two coffees. I shouldn't have another one. I will switch my beverage and still have a caffeinated drink. But you're like, mm, yeah. It's a weird, weird scenario because you feel like three coffees in the space of like two hours is a little yes. bit too much. It's but it's too easily much. done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Especially got really good coffee. Like we've uh, like... If you, I'm lucky for me. I've got you know great coffee on my doorstep, so I've got got it here. And I have to have two a day. And I'm like, any more than that, I can't do it. I can't have any more than that because I just go oh, sort of a bit hyper. And then, but I've noticed as well, being at home, you just always want more. So you, so I had to actually buy some decaf because I was like, otherwise I'm just gonna go crazy with it. So I bought <laughs> decaf because I had my decaf coffee about three o'clock. But I, you just can't have caffeinated coffee around then. It's just too late. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I, I I get your thing with tea sometimes, but I'm not not a huge fan of tea. But I I, I reserve 
tea for when I'm back at my parents. Really, I'm most the of the time. I only have I only have tea back at home as well. How weird is that? <laughs> Just they they constantly have it. It's all, it's almost like an insult if you're not sitting there with a cup of tea in their yeah. household. Like it's, it's just always on tap, um, and it tastes better but, there as well. Yeah, yeah. My parents, yeah, that's my parents maybe they make, make it. They make it for you. That's why I don't get that kind of service at home, do you? It must be. It must be. <laughs> yeah, I think if it's it time, for, if it's time for fizzy drink as well, I don't have to split up the Coke and Fanta thing. That's not. I don't. I'm not. I'm cool with either. See, I'd go fruity, fruity before Coke. Yeah, Coke's a afternoon based drink. But it, it raised some issues on some of these comments. So, and it was agreeing with me. Um, he was like, and there's nothing wrong with hot chocolate around breakfast as well. That's a weird. One. I don't think I've ever had hot chocolate at breakfast. I just no. I had, hot chocolate's like a hot cocoa end of the evening kind of thing, isn't it? Or were you coming in from somewhere? Yeah, cold? when you're when you're ten. Yeah. <laughs> I had like hot cocoa. I haven't had a hot chocolate in I don't know how long. So, so really, he said this because uh, I because every now and again, me and Anit, in whilst we're PTing, if it's cold during the winter, we will both have hot chocolates on the gym floor whilst we're training our clients. <laughs> oh, isn't that cute? Yeah, it's really cute. And uh, everybody assumes we're drinking coffee and we're like, mm, jokes yeah. on you, we're having a lovely hot chocolate. Yeah, so... Lovely times. Um, some other ones. Yeah, it's bizarre. This was the, <laughs> having a hot drink with a hot meal. Like having a hot drink with a hot meal. So it's like, so why can't I have a fizzy drink? But you probably wouldn't have like tea or hot drinks elsewhere. Of course you would. Coffee with a full English breakfast every day. Yeah, that's fine. But would you have coffee with your dinner? Well, no, because it's got caffeine in it. But it's not because it's coffee. It's just because it's got caffeine in it. So you would, but would you have a all right some hot hot beverage hot like blackcurrant with your uh, Horlicks with your dinner? No. All right. <laughs> but you can have your Fanta, so it's it's like it's a weird time frame for you, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I sit with that, to be honest. Odd one, and then still, I still never get the whole. I I do it obviously after having a meal and or like meal out. Like, can I have some coffee? It's like eleven thirty at night. You're like, yeah, 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 great. The 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 drink that wakes you up in the morning. That's a good time to have it. But I'd still do it, hundred percent, every single time. Strange, you know. Um, and then this uh, <laughs> this is where our next topic came in was the burger. <laughs> so one I I think a lot. Said why are why is bacon and sausages acceptable, but burgers aren't for breakfast. And I said sausage McMuffin. Sausage McMuffin. They, they clearly but then are you said acceptable. Sausage McMuffin. Yeah, but it comes, it comes, yeah, and it comes as a burger, though. It comes <laughs> in a burger shape. Oh, it so. comes as, it's sausage meat. Isn't, isn't it not? It's sausage as, meat. And as, do, I is to, sausage. do I have to get the definition out for you again? <laughs> do do I have to sausage get meat. Because you don't go, oh, that's a pork burger. You go, that's, that's, a, that's a round sausage. That's sausage meat, isn't it? Tom. Right. Let's bring up the chicken sausage burger pie. again. We were watching Top the Chef the other day. The, the lad made sausage patties, and that was a sausage patty. <sighs> definition. <sighs> Dictionary definition. Burger. Noun. Where has it gone? <laughs> Meat or other food pressed into a round, flat shape and fried. There you go. Right. There you go. Just, just if you Basically, say having. Oh, 
don't know. I don't know where I, feel. I don't sit with that, mate. No. I mean, granted, I get, I get. Is because then does it come into the fact that a burger then is down to the bun you use? Because then it's a it's a sausage muffin because of the muffin. But then it comes down to is it is the burger then because of the bun style? Like, is it a is that what it is? You know, would would a but would a patty between two bits of bread not be called a burger? Because I wouldn't call that a burger. I call that a sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. So I think it's actually more to do with the bread-based product you use on it than it is about the actual inside of it. That's my thing. I think the burger has to be a round bun that's either sesame, plain, or brioche. That's kind of it. Like it's interesting because I've today I had and I didn't know what to call it when I just called it a sausage bap essentially because I had it in but it's not is it because I had a normal burger kind of flour bun but I put sausages in it what's that that's not a sausage roll because it's not a sausage roll but it's a roll with sausages in sausage bap it's a sausage bap right because it's not a hot dog is it because it's not sausage bread I mean, these are the big questions that people need to be answering. Um, well, they are, mate. They need people need to know the answers to these questions. Ultimately, <laughs> some of these are prices as well about uh, the, the fizzy drinks. It's too unnaturally sweet. Thank you. <laughs> One of the ones was hilarious. Um, I was like, "Thanks, Grandma." Um, oh, I don't fancy it then. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And where was the one that um, I'm pretty sure she listens to the show? Um, yeah, Rebecca. I just hate fizzy drinks full stop. The bubbles hurt my mouth. The bubbles. What? <laughs> what? I was like, what is that all about? The bubbles hurt my mouth. I've never been hurt by a bubble. No, ever in my life. <laughs> That's weird. That's a weird one, mate. Really weird one. But yeah, madness. Burgers, they're called sausage patties. They're made from sausage meat. I can get, I can get behind chicken burger. But you have to say chicken. If you say burger, you think beef. No, weird one, mate. All right. Um, I, don't, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm. I think you're wrong. <laughs> we can talk about motivation into classes as well now, mate. Because I've done some classes. I've done some, I think it's Carl, I'm going to get his name wrong if you ever listen to this show, I'm not too sure. Um, Carl, I'll just call him Carl, the handstand guy. Um, <laughs> done, done, on Instagram. Um, at Core Collective, anyway. There's the founder of Roe, I believe his name is. Really good. It was, it's interesting because we, we were literally just talking about this off air, that the motivation to do workouts at home is really hard. I'm glad I've got like a couple of kettlebells now and a couple of dumbbells which is pretty cool so you can i can do stuff with them which is actually quite nice but just the ability to shut off and not think about and just follow somebody in like a little instagram class is big i realize i'm not getting the same gains i know i can't do that all and maybe maybe if i did it myself it could be better yeah but get to follow along like it's actually uh makes me do it i don't have to think about it just bam 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 it's good enough it's really interesting um so i did one today i did two today um i won't do any tomorrow that's enough um but yeah it's interesting mate i think it's the way for fitness professionals like me and you who um i don't know are longing to go back to the gym and get excited by a by equipment more than not more than anything else but i like to be in the environment to do yeah. it 
for sure. And I like like yeah, that's a cool that's a cool Bulgarian split squat machine thing. Oh, that's a nice barbell. Let's jump on them. I was like, I'll quite happily organise my whole session around a squat rack and just do that because the environment I'm sitting there. But yeah, I think that's the way I, I think I'm going to have to do it. So just to keep on top of things because I can go for a bike ride and cycle and stuff like that. It does get annoying with traffic lights and it's not the same as sitting on a what bike. Um, I won't be able to hit the same times because you stop by traffic. Um, and the wind is a bitch when you cycle outside. <laughs> yeah, don't get that outside. Inside, sorry. Um, but yeah, following along, doing that kind of stuff. It's all right. It's not too bad. Yeah, and I think it's definitely that. Just funny language language that group, group X people use, but it's absolutely fine. It's actually quite good. I don't know. There'll just be like certain. I mean, we were discussing it on the First Place Academy this week. Was and I do a lecture on it on internal and external cueing, and <laughs> it's it's still stuff like brace your abs or squeeze your glutes and stuff like that. And I'm like, you don't or like light up those light up the glutes, right? Do that kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, you just just didn't need to say that, didn't we? <laughs> just just you, not say you, that next time. <laughs> it's absolutely fine just say like yeah I really want to feel your glutes like let's wake those guys up it's like they weren't asleep yeah. uh, activate them like they were already working you're standing up they physically can't, <laughs> can't be yeah, doing anything. they just have to talk don't they they just have to be saying things yeah, I realise that we've probably done it when way back when we, when we were teaching circuit classes or TRX classes you just crap no matter how intelligent you are and whatever you think you're good at at queuing and coaching cues and stuff like that but the crap that comes out of your mouth when even the best coaches do it and you're like what am i saying <laughs> just to fill fill air especially when there's nobody giving you feedback and you can't hear the people participating like <laughs> even worse you're just filling your time and talking to yourself so that must be the hardest bit i think for me is it's that element to it and i think that's where like i said with with laura she does her pilates classes um and she said to me that what the thing that she was worried about the most doing them was being able to see the people and the feedback and it's just she said she's had to actually change how she teaches because she usually walks around and obviously sees them but now she's having to demonstrate more and she's having to actually do it so that when she's doing it she can cue people how she would when she's doing the class because she can see the people doing things that are wrong that she needs to work on and she can almost go around and help them whereas now she has to almost do the movements so that she can cue people based on what she's feeling and how she's doing you know it's interesting how how you do have to change that based on location things like that which is just interesting and yeah how you have to adapt none of this bullshit like when you did reps, reps level three and your silent demonstrations that's not going to be very good um they need the audio of you telling yeah. them exactly what you're going to be feeling straight from the bat um i've noticed it where when i'm demonstrating something to a client on zoom or whatever i have to get certainly in the frame i'll change my view like i'll do it laterally and like anteriorly or whatever whatever's needed for the time and then i'll highlight like two things that i really want them to focus on most of the time and then whilst they're doing it i'll watch through that but it's yeah, it's that. I feel that that's tough. But one of the rules that I was saying the other week was like, in a group session, I would 100% prefer cameras on. If you're doing it through Zoom, and you're able to see everybody, if like cameras on is just big because you can click through the screen. The instructor can come up, especially if there's a little routine that you're doing for like a minute or so. You can be like, boom, 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 and see what people are doing and give them little input because their names are gonna be on their thing. Mm. 
because that, that can be invaluable um just to make a quick fix if you are doing the zoom classes do that but if you're on the instagram live ones obviously you can't see you could just lie and be like yeah I smashed it watching it from bed yeah how long do you do a handstand for four minutes what yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like when the um it's like when you see people saying that they've broken world records do you know what i mean doing their yeah. doing their runs and stuff is brilliant i just think it's just, <laughs> i saw a post and it said this it was like a meme i think it always had something and it was like this just sums up social media these days like what people are trying to achieve with it it's just trying to impress people for no fucking reason like yeah. it's just bullshit it's just bullshit like <laughs> but it's funny i just laugh at seeing that but there was was there one uh, there was one some girl that was like obviously done the five k challenge. Do you, I realise it's for a good cause, but no more five k challenges for me, thank you. Um, <laughs> I've done two, um, but she had uh, run the first time. She'd run. She was like, oh, I've never done this before. It's my first time. And then like obviously like showing the Strava like map my run thing. And then uh, the breakdown, <laughs> and there was a meme again, and it was like, "Oh, don't laugh at me, guys!" And then it was like the time was like eleven fifty-two or something, and then they obviously got the five k world record next to her, <laughs> like twelve fifty-ish. Ridiculous! <laughs> it was like, what do you mean? And then they, they, they actually it, zoomed in to realise that it was actually that was her time per kilometre, so or something like that. That's just walking. Um, <laughs> fair enough but yeah she made, she made it look like it was that was the actual time she'd, <laughs> she'd gone for <laughs> my first time don't take piss only did it in 11 minutes <laughs> what I'm sorry what um, yeah some bonkers some good times out there though some decent decent movers I'm like Jesus it's hard yeah fair play to people I, I've been nominated and I've just got bothered I just, like, <laughs> I just donate the money instead do yeah, I donate the money. It's fine, but yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, was, I donated a bit of cash, and it was fine. But I was like, oh, I've already done two. I've already actually ran, but I didn't post about it. It's fine. Nobody cares that I've run. No, I'm literally a PT. I should be running around. No, it's fine. It's too hilly in Bath. It's too dangerous, mate. It's there's too oh, many little God. like there's too many bits you can hurt your ankle on. It's just dangerous. Regent Regent's Park is too many wild animals. So I could hazardously just wander into the zoo and get chased by penguins and shit. So life, tigers. It's just it's just it's not worth risking. Not risking my life on that. But on working out on Instagram, mate, then um it was an interesting kind of like a topic we can talk about because it's kind of it relayed into something that we're gonna be doing for the PTC with our future qualifications and ideas that me and Luke have had. And you showed me um Ben Bruno got called out on uh, one of his lads deadlifting, right? Oh, like I, I love Ben Bruno, so obviously it's a bit biased from this, but I saw a video put up of, um, and obviously I like basketball, so he coaches quite a lot of basketball players. So he coaches a guy called Myers Leonard, who is seven foot, big guy, and um, he's repping. I couldn't even tell you how much weight was on it, four hundred pounds, four fifty pounds, something like that, and he's repping out these trap bar deadlifts. Two hundred kilos, right? Yeah, two hundred yeah. kilos, and he's repping out these uh, these trap bar deadlifts, ten reps, I think it is. And I was watching the video, I was like, wow, that's impressive. And then I thought, to myself, oh, hang on a minute, this must be an old video because obviously he's not training them now or whatever, like they're in person. And then I started reading the caption, and it was basically how he got called out for the form of his athlete as a coach. And I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, I was like, what the fuck are people going on about? I was, I was like, there's barely anything wrong with it. Like you said, if you're being really nitpicky, there's a couple of things that you could be extremely picky on 
but ultimately aren't going to hinder the, the athlete in any way, shape or form. And then when I started reading what he'd been called out for, it wasn't even the things that I'd picked up. I was like, <laughs> like ridiculous. And um, yeah, basically uh, some jumped up trainer there try and claim that it was too much of a quad dominant deadlift um, and it wasn't a good coaching or whatever. And I'm like, just to get down to the bar being seven foot, you're going to have to bend your knees a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like you just can't get there. Like it's just impossible. And yeah, I just found it hilarious. It's just that whole thing. And luckily I kind of now don't see as much of that side of the industry anymore, but it obviously does happen. Just like the whole fucking idiots. But the guy's working with elite level athletes, knows what the fuck he's doing. He's getting them strong. He's getting them healthy. And then some jumped up little dude comes along and like, Oh, that's really bad form. And it's like, no, you've just showed yourself to be an idiot and you doesn't work with people clearly on a daily basis. Cause you know, that's not bad form. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. The criticism. Yeah. I just got it up. So the criticism were twofold. So he's using too much knee flexion. Amazing. Oh, cool. And, um, so using more quad than hamstring and also that there's too much weight. <laughs> it's too much weight because that's, that's how strong it is um, that's what he's lifting he's fair play like he's seven foot he's lifting off the, the higher handles that's why the trap bar's got the higher handles so you can generate yeah. power from the position that you probably most take off from that's where people jump from not in a deep deadlift position in deep hip flexion nobody jumps from that point and I'm sure he's a basketball player probably been jumping a lot so probably it's probably what I do with him um, and most of the population thank you um, I put that on a post that's going to be coming out with the PTC so I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to rub people the wrong way <laughs> that's what I'm here for mate um, it is what you're but here for I was like yeah the only the only thing I would have said is he just needs to work on screwing his feet a little bit more so his knees probably push out towards his elbows a little bit and then the, I was like that's being ultra critical because I was like fair play to the lad he's lifting 200 kilos for reps like and I was like, once, and I was like, of my opinion, that's Seiko, she was like, as soon as you're hitting us that kind of kind of body weight to weight ratio, you fit your anatomy around the weight and around the lift a little bit more because you've earned the right to be there and that's how your mechanics tend to work and that's what's happening. You try to do it as perfectly as possible and as you get harder and harder and higher and higher in load, stuff starts to be in, so your body starts to compensate and that's what's happened with his anatomy. So he probably feels a little bit more, so it looks like on his right quad, this obviously the angle, he probably needs to get his VMO in a little bit more because he's pushing that big toe down a little bit more. So his VMO active is a lot more active with his right leg. Cool. All right. He's still getting the reps done and it's going to be, yeah, he's crushing it. So, which led us into fitting your exercise around your body right me and dan do not squat the same 100 no. there's, there's no chance everybody squats differently everybody deadlifts differently and putting these cookie cutter kind of and, and you should and everyone should every... yeah 100 percent. like and that's the coaching is like that's how people fall down with their coaching that's where like i guess with the work you do the ptc and like people like you're going to coach people the right way is that the reason that these pt qualifications are so bad is it's like everyone squats like this well no no they don't no, that's yeah. ridiculous. Like you need to know tall person, short person, medium, whatever, someone with limited range at certain movements, you know, you need to know how to how to work around that. And yeah, I just think it's baffling that just someone pick someone can see that on Instagram and just straight away pick up on it and be like, Oh yeah, he's a bad coach because that's like No, you're a bad coach because you're not there to know whether he that's right or wrong. <laughs> like so yeah. Well, it was similar similar with the uh, the split squad thing the other day for myself, who I'd apparently told that I'd been diagnosed with either tight hip flexors or tight hamstrings or a tight lower back. 
I've done none of those things, but <laughs> I was like, how on earth would you know that from a snippet of free repetitions as well? I was like, it's, it's bonkers how you can throw that on the internet. And this lad's obviously been trolled to hell, I hope. Um, but yeah, it's something that we're going to be doing on the PTC that we, we will look at and show people if you jump on our courses that we'll have like short people, tall people and how to differing mechanics are going to work and how we would coach that because i'm six foot one and i'm sure somebody uh, a little lady that's five foot is in a squat deadlift bench press everything a lot different than i am um even in the office like i'm quite i don't know my arm length and my wingspan is quite big compare that to gordon greenhorn who doesn't have a i can look at his anatomy i don't think his wingspan is very big so he's going to be a hell of a lot better at pressing than i am but maybe pulling, I'm going to be have a lot more big advantage based off what our anatomy says. And people need to understand that as well because basic of limb length, lever length is kind of it's not basic physics, 100% because a lot of people don't know it. So it's just how things work. Um, but it needs to be te- taught at a little bit more of a fundamental level just to be understood as why people may move around. So generally speaking, tall people will tend to do this or generally speaking small people will tend to do this and over high loads they will tend to do this it's probably how we need to set it out um and there will be exceptions to the rules but those guys are obviously going to be like oh but this person's doing this and you said this I'm like oh please doesn't matter <laughs> it's fine like Move say, on. It's small yeah. little arguments about nothing that's the thing that annoys yeah. me about it it's just all about nothing and you're just like come on like these are just tiny little things that you just don't need to be arguing about um and it's just about sticking to your lane i suppose a little bit isn't it and knowing who you work with i don't work with any seven foot athletes so i'm not going to say <laughs> no the highest the, the highest the tallest client i've got a six foot four six foot five which is still pretty tall and um, we still have to move stuff around him. And then the shortest one, not too sure, five foot one, maybe. Still a big range, a foot and a half, nearly. On, they're being programmed very similarly, but like, fuck, am I coaching them the same? Like, so, yeah. I think that's where people will fall down, though. That's me saying that. Like, I program them the same workout, maybe. Or incredibly similar workout, same movement patterns, same movement groups, but I'm coaching them completely differently. That's where, that's where again, one-on-one coaching and the art of one-on-one coaching will never die because that's the that's the case, um, and people won't be able to learn about that. No. Interesting, mate. <laughs> but yeah, um, before we round this out, mate, have you uh, have you bought your bottles of bleach? No. Well, you're not going to cure the coronavirus like that, eh? That kind of attitude. Hey, disinfect, not bleach. Come on. Is it disinfectant? Does the bleach not disinfect? Well, I, I think bleach is a bit strong, isn't it? I think disinfectant is <laughs> it's like Dettol, isn't it? It's a little bit less like bleach. Uh, okay. There's me Cause, thinking. Because I think even Donald awesome. Trump would know that bleach would kill you if you ingested it. I think even he uh. would know that. I'd like to think. <laughs> uh, so you're think, you think I'm stupid for just saying, saying bleach? Okay, cool. <laughs> oh my god i couldn't believe that those words come out of his mouth i had to watch it quite a few times to double check that i'd seen what i'd seen do you know like it was almost like he insinuated oh, he was asking the questions like yeah surely we can just like get it inside like yeah like, <laughs> 
Clapper, he didn't come it? out and say exact sentence and said, you need to drink this. That never came out of his mouth, at least. Did you see that there was like, there was record numbers of people ringing the hotlines of the company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. It. <laughs> and like, oh, like, oh, it's just it, frightening. Like, it, the man. It threw, it threw back to a, uh, a Ricky Gervais tweet, wasn't it? Or an interview. Yeah. About about brexit and he was like he said that just take for bleach or disinfectant take the thing that says do not drink off let the people who drink it drink it for the next two years then we'll do the referendum after that and put it back on <laughs> yeah and then we'll get an actual uh, justification of what's actually happening something like <laughs> donald people like donald trump are the reason we need labels that say do not drink on bleach it's yeah. like it's just frightening like uh, and this is again like somewhat I mean, just, just throwing out ideas is there, is there any way we could get some light like you know light light inside you that's that's, that's what we need yeah. isn't it just get some just high end gamma ray light uv light just just shine it at the shine it at the virus that will happen <laughs> everyone carry a torch with you just carry a torch <laughs> oh good get some torches we'll be fine just, just shine that around there man is the leader of the free world like fuck <laughs> it just shows you how fucking mental they are in America to vote for him uh, and they're all out protesting that they shouldn't be quarantined their first amendment all that they love the amendments don't they they, do the, they, they love it it's like no it's a free country we, people we are trying to protect be. you from death <laughs> no, it's my free right to want the irony is that the more time you're outside, the longer that it has to go on. Uh, oh, catch 22, that, isn't it? All the places have opened now in Georgia as well, and they're still like, well, there's nobody who wants to come, so this is a bit odd. Um, but it was interesting that they, they were talking about today um, and whether they, the small businesses, because obviously they've had small business loans or grants or whatever they've been given, but they've, one of the reasons why they think they may have been forced to open and say they're opening for trade is because they've got an eight-week um, kind of uh, parameter on when they're allowed to spend this money from now. So they have to spend it. So they can't just like put it to the side and be like, oh no, I'm then actually I'm going to use my profits now, pay my pay pay my people, and then I'll use that money when I need to. Um, they've gone, no, you have to spend this grant in the next eight weeks from now, otherwise it's void. And you're like, just put an extension on the fucking grant so they don't have to fucking open. It's mental. So that's that's apparently one of the reasons why they're they're being forced to open. Crazy, right? Ugh, the whole. I mean, the thing is, it's, it's so it's so unprecedented, right? No one really knows what to do, but yeah. like, it's yeah, frightening. <laughs> it is frightening, mate. Any other business? No, no. <laughs> if anyone's got any ideas what they want us to talk about, let us know, because uh, yeah, it's 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 getting it's getting low. The, the content's getting low when you talk about Donald Trump. Fucking hell. <laughs> we'll do Trumpisms every week, mate. It's fine. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> all right mate no business from me um as far as i know apart from i'm moving so i've got to break the uh the isolation barrier thing so yeah unfortunately i think you're allowed to though you just have to you you're just allowed have to stay to, two, but, two meters yeah two meters and all this kind of stuff but yeah it's interesting i had a real go at like my land like the uh the people who come into the inventory and stuff and i was like i'm gonna try and do i was like i need to move out all in one day obviously i was like because I, I don't really want to prolong the, the time moving and all this kind of stuff and they were like please make sure everything is out of the flat by 4 p.m and i was like well yeah but 
there might be one or two things left in there just in case. And I was like, they're like, no, no. And then they brought my, my estate agent. They're like, we will have to like um, extend the period. Will you be out there? You do. We have to. I was like, no. I was like, fucking morons. Understand the situation. I don't want to spend two days out moving. I was like, yeah. I need to do it all in one day. And there's a, there's a chance that I might not be able to move everything by four o'clock. That's it. And they're like, oh, I was like, all right, fine. And then I, I wrote a really like uh, passive aggressive email back, <laughs> like telling them, oh, like um, you're basically telling them they're twats and that they have, didn't have any kind of human respect. And uh, they were like, um, it wasn't clear whether you said you, you were able to move. <laughs> to, should we keep the booking at 4 p.m.? <laughs> and I was like, yes, for fuck's sake, keep it. I was like, thank you. Oh, they're gonna really hate me on. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm. Uh, should I be really moody, or should I like kill them with niceness? <laughs> I'd be moody, mate. Just it's much more fun that way. <laughs> moody kind of Definitely Instagram it as well, please. Make yeah. sure you Instagram it. Yeah, the whole just Instagram time. it the whole time. Here's this person yeah. forcing me out of my home right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> get loads of traffic. It'll be great. <laughs> they didn't agree to give my put my rent down to an adequate amount. Um, they money grabbing bastards, and now they will have nobody in the flat. Oh well, <laughs> and also they put it up ridiculous amount. So, yeah, mate. All right, I will catch you next week. See you later.